0: Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Craig Fuller is the CEO of FreightWaves, a price reporting agency focused on global freight market and the leading provider of high frequency data for the global supply chain. FreightWaves price demand and capability, I'm sorry, capacity data allows customers to benchmark, analyze, monitor and forecast the global physical economy. The company also offers information and informed context through its logistics industry's largest media platform. The advertising supported media business has a team of over 50 full-time journalists and analysts that deliver information through an online website, streaming TV product and set up podcasts. Craig has over 20 years of experience in and around the trucking industry. And I say all this for a reason, because it's Craig's belief that the chronic trucker shortage. That has been widely reported and on this show many times is not what it seems. He believes that in some cases, it's not real. It's fake. So let me explain myself. Let me explain. And this, this is an article that he wrote. It starts with, the perpetual truck driver shortage is not real. Here's what he says. The seemingly perpetual market-wide truck driver shortage is not real, nor is it market-wide. While specific fleets can and do have driver shortages, i.e. unseated trucks, the trucking market quickly corrects. Now he backs it up with some facts. Uh, Well, before I get to that, there are also periods of capacity shortages, but those get addressed very quickly by the market. Now here come the facts. With no barriers to entry, almost anyone can create a trucking company. And that's exactly what's happened over the last four years. Operating authority for motor carriers property issued by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration grew by 45%, 45% from July 2019 through August of this year. And that's according to their, they have this um, system called sonar, which pulls information from all over the place released in partnership with carrier details, truck demand as measured by their sonar outbound tender volume index, the OTVI is only up 11% for the same period, but it's up. So, the current difficult situations in trucking are a result of too much capacity chasing too little freight. Two words yellow freight lines. Yellow was number six in the less than truckload business. They had a fleet of 12,000 tractors, 34,000 trailers, 22,000 drivers, and they went broke. Interestingly enough, the trucking industry had no problem absorbing the freight. Didn't cause a hiccup. Folks saw a bump increase, but nobody's suffering. The industry's not, you know, there's not freight not being delivered. It absorbed it, which goes to say something. And... Right now, the challenge, the question, the problem for those 22,000 drivers is if they'll get a job. Now, if there was a perpetual trucking crisis, they'd be swallowed en masse with no problem. Industry not necessarily seeing that. And there's a question, and I'm going to get to reason why this is important. A number of those drivers may actually decide not to go to work for another trucking company, may actually become an owner-operator. And here is where the numbers get funky and wander away from um, the uh, traditional take on the trucking industry. Where does the perpetual driver shortage myth come from? Generally speaking, the driver shortage myth stems from larger trucking companies find it difficult to recruit drivers into their fleet operations. After all fleets have to compete for truck drivers with other trucking companies. True. In addition, some licensed truck drivers go to work and other sectors of the economy like construction and warehousing. But the fleets also have to compete against the growth of independent operators, independent operators. <clears throat> we mentioned a few minutes ago, the growth in the number of fleets, smaller fleets, and they measure those anywhere from 1 to 10 trucks all the way up to over 100 trucks, 45% in the last four years that this has grown. That does not sound like a trucking crisis or a driver's crisis to me. The American Trucking Association, um, Their issue is that they get their membership dues indexed based on company size. Obviously the bigger the fleet, the more money they, they charge. And they're a lobbying outfit. They lobber Congress to pass laws and appropriations that fund employee driver training and recruitment programs while minimizing regulations that favor a trucking fleets that employ drivers rather than independent owner operators. It helps to paint a picture of a perpetual driver shortage. After all, If Congress realized how fast capacity enters the market from independent operators, when there's a capacity crunch, it would mitigate the need for employee driver recruitment and retention entitlement programs paid for by the taxpayer means the company would actually have to cough up the money themselves. Their proprietary data platform, Freightways proprietary data platform, connects data from a number of sources. One of those sources is the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration's data sets, which track fleet registration by the number of trucks assigned to a particular fleet. And we talked about that earlier. Check this out. Of the 2.9 million trucks in the marketplace, on the road, right now, 1.2 million are in fleets with more than 100 trucks. 41 percent. In other words, big fleets. 14 years ago in 2010... Fleets with more than 100 trucks were 54% of total trucking capacity. So what happened? That shifted to the independent owner-operator. Midsize and large fleets have problems recruiting new employee drivers, often due to lifestyle issues. Many drivers do not want to be away from home for weeks or days at a time, especially in a forced dispatch operation, which is typical of a truck driver-fleet operation. For truck driving entrepreneurs who want to have the autonomy of their own operations, no such challenges exist. After all, if you want to dictate which loads make sense for you, based on destination, time in transit, or even commodity, you can do so as an independent trucker with far more control than an employee fleet driver. Therefore, the independent owner-operator entrepreneurs are constantly entering the market. And like they said earlier while barriers to entry for new fleets are becoming less burdensome the number of smaller fleets in the industry will continue to grow and the large fleets will continue to have challenges however the challenge is going to be because you're smaller yes added flexibility means thinly financed meaning that you're less able to take the bumps in the road as the industry bounces from here to there uh, from the pandemic, and right now, if you're a small independent trucker, uh, the UAW is on strike. If you're serving the auto industry, that could put you in a bind because now you have no loads to ship or you're embargoed somewhere. And even, even Craig mentions this as a downsize. He says, the downside of the trend is it's likely that the boom and bust cycles in trucking become more pronounced and violent, meaning, yes, more in entrepreneurs more freedom of choice, more risk. That's the challenge of owning your own business. And that's the challenge of having assets, more risk. Those assets have to be rolling for you to make money. If they're down for repair, if they're down because you can't get the load, if the prices go up, there's nobody to handle it but you. So, you know, one six of one, half dozen the other, but it is his estimation that it's because of the independent owner operator versus the large fleet that that there is a i hate to use the word manufactured but it's not what it seems we are the tech mobility show